Hello and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Bo North. And I'm Megan Sunday. On this show, we are discussing Frank Herbert's student series chapter by chapter, and today we are here to talk about chapters 57 and 58 of Children of Dune just as soon as we deliver our final obedience. And take a shower. You smell <laughs> like worm. You smell like worm. Bathe yourself and cover yourself in oil. <laughs> Gotta get perfumed. So... I have to tell you, this, like, is kind of tangentially related to that, but, like, my <laughs> my parents live in the town where, um, I don't know if you know, like, Lodge Cast Iron is made. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, they live in that town. It's a very small town in East Tennessee, just, you know, real small. That's pretty much the only industry there. And so they, but they have, like, a big, like, general store there, and that's a big, like, tourist attraction so, like, before they came to visit me in Portland, they went to the Lodge General Store and, like, got us a bunch of stuff. And she she got me all, she got Brian this apron that says naked and covered in oil. Because that's, like, what the skillets are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was so, <laughs> my poor husband, <laughs> so horrified <laughs> at receiving this totally inappropriate gift from my mother. It sounds like Dune. That sounds like a Dune get-together. I mean, <laughs> it's very Dune. Oh, anyway. <laughs> oh, boy, we are... It's time for Alia again, and she's having yeah. a week. It's Lady this... Week this week. It's it is. Alia and Ghani. Mm-hmm. Which, frankly, fine. Very good. Um... This chapter, the end of this chapter, made me very sad. Yes. Yeah. It's a very sad chapter. Well, the end of it is. First mm -hmm. part. The first part is less. <laughs> Still Alia not making her best choices. Not living her finest life. No. But... Well, she's... And I think Alia is pretty much fully gone at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before we get to Alia and her her trials and tribulations, uh, we have ourselves a little epigraph from the <laughs> Spacing Guild Handbook, which I bet is a fun read. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's an exciting read you get at your first week at work. <laughs> you have to study it. You'll be, there'll be a quiz later. All right. Any path which narrows future possibilities may become a lethal trap. Humans are not threading their way through a maze. They scan a vast horizon filled with unique opportunities. The narrowing viewpoint of the maze should appeal only to creatures with their noses buried in sand. Sexually produced uniqueness and differences are the life protection of the spices. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fine. So, uh, is this eugenics bad, or? I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't get it. So, Spacing Guild, are you telling us to get out there and have some sex? Are you telling us that we should just be glad that we... Why is this in the handbook? <laughs> it's what <laughs> it's I want to know. I'm calling <laughs> like, HR. Right. The word sex should not appear in a handbook. Right. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, uh... Poor Alia, you know, she's uh, has 
receive the news that she is now a widow. She's the, the widow woman. Yes. Uh, this both upsets her and annoys her. She's mm-hmm. frankly just kind of annoyed. Uh, she almost immediately tur- turns her eye upon the gentleman who delivered this message. Who yeah. is... Uh, where agaves. Where agaves, which mm-hmm. sounds like a drink. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Ooh, I love where agaves in the summer. Yeah, he's he's from Sich Tabur, and he's a little little got a little water fat. Yeah, he's one of the they call him the the new breed of fremen, where they're a little more city dwelling, water fat types. Uh, she is seeing him, they say, as if he'd been split into two images, one with a serious mm-hmm. face and opaque indigo eyes, a worried expression around the mouth, the other image sensuous and vulnerable, exceedingly, excitingly vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, that's not Alia thinking that. Uh, probably not. No, that's, no. that's Grandpa. Yeah, that's Gramps. Um, ew. <laughs> so... He, she knows now that Duncan and Javid are both dead. She that knows Stilgar that, killed and that Duncan. Stilgar killed Duncan. She knows yeah. that that means that Duncan knew about her and Javid, which Alia obviously he did. <laughs> obviously, the worst yeah, because you were so discreet. <laughs> um, she asks why he's the one bringing her this news, and he's just like, "Well, remember, I went with Javid, and then." Mm-hmm. Stilgar uh, said that I had to come and bring this message and that this was his final obedience. And she's like, mm, what's that mean? He's like, I don't know. Please stop asking me questions. <laughs> You're scary. Yeah, uh, she asks if uh, she commanded him to slay Stilgar, would he do it? And he says, if you commanded it, my lady, which I would like to see you fucking try. A <laughs> Uh He's trying to be tough. Mm-hmm. So uh, she says, well, I do command it. Where did he go? And he says, well, he went into the desert. He took half of everyone. He took all of his wives. He took, and he took Gani and Arulin. Yeah. And uh, I like to feel like everyone who's left is just trying to like get their shit together. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't pack in time. <laughs> right. Uh, still not gave everyone a choice. They could go with him or be free. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people decided to be free, and they're going to select a new name. And she says, "Well, it's going to be you as soon as you bring me Stilgar's head." Which Bwere accepts this because mm-hmm. they, you know, Fremen will only respect a name who fights and earns that position. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't just want it to be handed to him by Alia. But he's like, "I'll go kill Stilgar if she tells me to, and then I'll be named. That's fine. That counts." Mm-hmm. Uh. I do like that he's just like, well, what forces can I take with with me? And she's like, talk to Zia about that. I <laughs> cannot have this conversation with you. Like, what? Yeah. Like, no, I'm not that person. <laughs> uh, you know, st- she says, you know, people are not super fond of Stilgar anymore. So mm-hmm. a lot of people will go with you. Yeah. Uh, she's also <laughs> like... Thinking to herself that she's got to send somebody with him because he's a little baby man. <laughs> uh, and until he's proved himself that like Zia will know who to send with him because he obviously cannot be responsible. No. And she's like, 
no, you're not dismissed. I'm going to need to talk to you for a long time about your plans. <laughs> talk. Air talk, quotes. quote, talk. talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she can't grieve until he's exacted the revenge. Yeah. So she's got to compose herself, a.k.a. I don't know. She's got to get, like, her sponge in. That's horrible. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, my God. The worst. <laughs> the worst. Megan. Oh, no. I mean, it's been a form of birth control for a really long time. A really long time. You yeah. can't be doing Benny Gesserit mind tricks to, like, seal your uterus all the time. That's a lot no. of effort. Yeah. Uh, she gives a hand signal to her new dame of chamber and says... Mm get him washed and perfumed before you bring him back because he smells like worm and I don't want that going on while we talk. Quote. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, she goes into her room and throws a little temper tantrum because she still can't grieve. She's yeah. pretending that she's sad. She's literally stamping her foot. Yeah. She's, Damn that Duncan. Why, <laughs> why, why? But she's hearing someone like weeping in her head and she's like who's crying who is that crying and i'm like oh honey it's you yeah she she stamps her foot and she steps on something and when she looks down it is a buckle that it's from caladan and it was given by her father to mm -hmm. the original duncan yeah and she realizes that duncan just left it behind yeah. And so she's like, he left it here when he left me. And then she kind of starts to cry. And she's like, no, what? And she realizes she feels like she's become two people. Mm -hmm. And one person is astonished that the other person is like about to break down. Yeah. And this is when she's hearing the voice saying, who's crying? And she's Who's realizes that crying she's now? crying. Yeah. And there's still this other voice saying, like, what is ha who is crying? Why are you crying? And she's like, it's me. Because <laughs> my husband is dead. And I, he also killed my lover. So that means he knows that I was cheating on him. And, and I'm also becoming a baron. And I'm becoming a baron. Uh, things kind of suck right now. <laughs> My Stilgar niece, hates me. Stilgar hates me. My niece is gone. My sister-in-law hates me. She's gone. I don't know where my mom even is. Like, she, well, I know where she is. She's off being a mom to someone else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. It's got a sting. It's got a surprise. Sting. She's yeah. being, she's being a good mom to my cousin, even though she was not a good mom to me. Mm -hmm. I want my brother. Uh, what is happening? And. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's fucking tragic. It's a lot, and she has done so much of this herself, but, like, not herself. And, oh, mm -hmm. Alia, my baby. I know. But she's going to get her some, so I guess that'll cheer her up. <laughs> a little. I mean, for a little while, it, it'll cheer one of, one of her personas up. That's for sure. I... <laughs> I feel bad for all of the other personas, all of her mm -hmm. other memory identities who are probably like not as into some of the stuff she does that are just like, no, mm -hmm. this guy. <laughs> yeah. 
ooh. Okay. <laughs> and, like, who knows? Because... W- w- I think the Baron, though, is, like, the only voice she hears anymore, though. It's the only voice she hears, but that doesn't yeah. mean the other ones aren't back there going, like, That's ooh. true. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that gets to me is that what what Frank Herbert does with a lot of the stuff with the Baron, especially when he's possessing Alia, mm-hmm. is we're clearly supposed to think that there's a... She's not just, like, having adulterous missionary style sex that there's like all <laughs> kinds of stuff going on that we're just not hearing about because you know he's like leaving you know he's drawing the curtain mm-hmm. uh but whenever definitely pegging <laughs> books or movies do that i always mm-hmm. just feel like it's it's never what your imagination thinks it is because like if you ask the author he's pro- yeah he's probably like oh maybe she's doing like things to him and it's like ooh, <laughs> wow that's not really that scandalous anymore <laughs> like in the oh, ten thousand years in the future we're still yeah. like aghast we're still, at like, pegging precious about that stuff i don't know <laughs> and it's it's especially funny to me in books because I don't know how much power. Like, I don't at the time. I don't know how much power an editor would have had to be like, you can't say that this is happening. I know in movies or TV, a lot of times it's, it's somebody behind the scenes is going, "Oh no, you are not saying that they're doing that." <laughs> um, Unless you're watching The Boys on Amazon Prime, where everyone's getting pegged all the time. <laughs> this is what I understand. Or if you're watching <laughs> The Staircase on HBO and you're watching True. Colin Firth. Uh, Eat Tony Flood's ass. Yeah. Which is like Colin Firth. <laughs> he I really think... went in on it too, man. <laughs> I was like, this is not his first time eating ass. <laughs> that show, I think, is the two like sex scenes with Colin Firth. I'm like, I think this is the most sex I've ever seen Colin Firth have, like, on film. Yeah, it could be. Like, goodness gracious. <laughs> My word. Like, good for him. Yeah, for real. He's he's decided what he wants to do at this point in his career, and that's eat ass. I've heard that about the boys, though. I've never watched it, so. Um, well, <laughs> I've watched it since season one just because, I don't know, I think it's kind of funny. It's stupid. Um, but I really like Jack Quaid a lot. I think mm-hmm. that he's great. Like, he is really funny and personable and just like i don't know there's just something about him you know he's just got that he has the charm of both of his parents i would say um so i i watched it for that but then of course this season i have to watch because jensen ackles is on it playing yeah like this proto captain america type character who in the comics is like notoriously like an idiot coward that pisses his pants constantly and is always getting like tricked into sex so oh <laughs> so i'm like well i have to tune in for that i think they're kind of changing the character up a little bit but you know I, there's yeah. there's nudity and when there's pretty men that i enjoy seeing naked then i'm going to tune in i'm sorry you know <laughs> I'm not. I just and no one listening should be surprised at this. What I enjoy doing sometimes, just to horrify Bo, is when I know she's watching something, I find whatever fanfic people are writing about it, <laughs> so that I can write to her and say, "I found." I'm not this. horrified by you. I'm horrified no, by those weirdos out there that are writing 
author and a Homelander uh, fanfic. There's a lot of it. I I am a lot of it. Really shocked because he is first of all like fucking screw loose. Like one of those people you don't feel safe around, even if he didn't have superpowers. Granted, yeah, that I yeah. know enough about that. Yeah, like just out there kooky bananas and you know the other thing is i don't know man i i just uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> nope <laughs> can't do it i mean granted there are not many people on that show i would fuck <laughs> at all maybe frenchy but yeah that was yeah it was i was trying to find a gif for my husband and saw a tag where I was like, I have to pursue this. I have to do this to myself and see if that is what I think it is. And it was. Um, well, I feel comforted knowing that you do this to other people, not just me. I do this to everyone. I have notoriously, I do this all the time to our dear friends and friends of the show, Patrick Hamilton and Gina Radcliffe of mm-hmm. the Kill by Kill podcast. I have sent them many a slasher villain slash reader yeah. fanfic. <laughs> um, people want to do things to lots of characters. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of weirdos out there. But, you know, let your freak flag fly on the Hey, you know what? That's That's what it's for. My only issue comes when it is circumstances like this is an eternal question that I have Mm -hmm. had is when you write Jason Voorhees (laughs) slash reader fanfic, I don't know that Jason Voorhees can consent to sexual activity. Yeah. You'd have to, it has to have an AU aspect where you're writing him to be more intelligent than the character actually is. More cognizant, not just a like reanimated murder body. <laughs> we just uh, we just watched uh, Fire Island for my myself and Sammy C for our podcast, successively diverted, which was off the air for two years. We came back just for this movie, but there's so much talk about consent in that. Now I'm just picturing like Jason Voorhees like lumbering around Fire Island. <laughs> But, you know, he has to have conversations, set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, hard limits. Gotta have a safe word. Yeah. Yeah, that that's always the interesting thing to me is I, I don't necessarily want to judge what anyone wants to write. And this is, you know, just write your fantasies out about fine. Mm, sure. Uh, but it's stuff like that. I always have to stop. And I'm like, eh, but no. I don't... Eh. <laughs> I mean, I can't judge. When I was, like, a teenager, I was writing, like, fanfic about me and, like, every character in the Vampire Chronicles, and they're all gay, so. (laughs) And I used to write a lot of fanfiction about the fan of the opera who is a kidnapper. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we all have our issues. The biggest gaslighter of all, perhaps, (laughs) is good old Eric there. He's just playing the gaslight anthem for you. I have noticed with Dune, all people write about is Duke Leto because of Oscar Isaac. Well, I mean, or yeah. Paul because Timothy Chalamet, but I don't really look. Really, at those no Duncan. That surprises me. Uh, not that I've seen. Hmm. 
but I haven't looked in a bit. But I know that at least when I would look up Dune on like Tumblr, Are you it was all dunk. Prepared it was all Duke for the amount of fade stands we're gonna have. Oh my god, there's gonna be so many. Yeah, I'm telling you now, people. I mean, if you're listening to this, I assume you would already know. But like, that's not—it's not a good guy. He's a very no, good-looking I mean, young man. Yeah, Fade will cheerfully assault you. Like, yes, with a song in his heart. <laughs> like, Is that not? Care. I'm probably you're going to be like, yes, obviously, Megan. But like, that was also my issue when I was looking up this stuff the other day. Mm-hmm. Is that not also what would happen? Like. Beating Homelander? Yeah. I mean, well, it depends. Okay, the other point I was going to bring up is that he has this weird, like, he, you know, this is one of our things that we talked about frequently for some reason. He has that sexy breastfeeding thing. <gasps> no. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, mm. um, that's an automatic no from me, dog. Like, no judges. You do you. You know, whatever floats your boat, but it's not for me. Like, at all. That's a big, that's a lot, man. No, there must be milk, is the thing with Homelander. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Good for him. That's some decisions he's made yeah i mean that's mostly a season one thing it it doesn't really come up again so much but yeah i mean it's like explicit (laughs) okay i'm like wow this between this and like hannibal and like some of the other stuff i've been watching lately i'm like you know I would love to see, like, a time traveler come from, like, the 1960s and just not do anything but sit down and watch an hour of current, present-day American television so I could see, <laughs> like, their heads would explode. Like, you know, Lucy Lucy and Ricky couldn't share the same bed. Right. <laughs> Fred We've and got Ethel sexy or... be- breastfeeding and yeah. ass-eating. <laughs> and, like... Tons of guts. Oh, my God. The Boys is very blood and guts. And I just watched this show on, uh, I don't know if it's called Epics or Epics or whatever, but it's called From. It has Harold Perrineau. And uh, that show, lots of guts. Mm. The gut budget is is really there. <laughs> huh. See, all of my miniseries ended. All my mm-hmm. true crime adaptation miniseries that I was watching, like, are mm-hmm. all done. Yeah, Banner like, of Heaven's over. Yeah, Candy's Banner of Heaven's done. over. Candy's done. The staircase just ended. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just like, well, I have so many movies I could watch, or I could just, like, watch episodes of SVU again. <laughs> well, I wonder what you'll do. <laughs> well, I snuggle in my bed. Yeah. Like, yay. Well, it's comfort watching for a reason. But uh, should we hop into this next chapter? We should, because this one... <laughs> there's a lot going ha- on here. There's a lot going on, and yeah. I just need to warn everyone that there is some sass. These yeah, kids, we, again, are running their yeah. mouths. We definitely have a sassy, a sassy kid on our hands. Oh my gosh. Something you know more about than I do. Uh, not quite this sassy, thank God. Yet. Yet. Yeah, I know. It's a few short years. <laughs> I was going to say, like, she, Ghani's nine, 
and your kid is five, so give it no. four years, and we'll see. Oh, no. <laughs> when we're we're still ah. reading it, God Emperor of Dune in yeah. four years. <laughs> in four years. <laughs> By then, we'll be on like Chapter House, and we'll just be crying every week. Yeah. <laughs> so we should, don't uh, know. Do you want to take this epigraph, or would you like me to read it? I'll read it. Okie doke. So this is by from the Holy Metamorphosis by Hark El Ada. By these acts, Leto II removed himself from the evolutionary succession. He did it with a deliberate cutting action, saying, to be independent is to be removed. Both twins saw beyond the needs of memory as a measuring process, that is, a way of determining their distance from their human origins. But it was left to Leto II to do the audacious thing, recognizing that a real creation is independent of its creator. He refused to reenact the evolutionary sequence, saying, that too takes me farther and farther from humanity. He saw the implications in this, that there can be no truly closed systems in life. Okay. I like I like the use of the, the term audacious to me. Yeah. He became a big worm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's one word for it. So audacious. <laughs> yeah. Fucking nuts might be another one. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, shout out to my cousin who has been reading Dune uh, <laughs> and so not listening because he doesn't want to spoil himself, which is fair. I understand. I have been enjoying his updates, though. But he is reading Children of Dune and just reached the point where Leto gets gets the wormification of Leto, too. And I just got this text. It was like, uh, Leto's a worm now. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> it's Dune. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Dune. It's weird. It, yep. It's Dune. It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so Gani is miserable. Yeah. She and uh, Stilgar's little uh, band of of uh, fugitives have their they've taken shelter in like a like a sitch that's been sort of that was sort of hastily assembled and is now kind of rotting. Yeah, it's... That desert demon. That desert demon. Keeps getting them. Uh, she does not understand why Stilgar is refusing to discuss what is actually happening and what's happening to the planet. Uh, that, you know, things are getting destroyed. They found a couple dead worms. And he's yeah. just like, no, don't worry about it. We're all good. Everyone's good. Everyone's hanging out. Mm -hmm. like, don't worry about it. Uh, she's seeing a ton of uh, animals have moved into this area. Mm -hmm. And she's just... There's... They found... When they moved into this place, they found a, a, a bunch of bread in a storage container, which Stilgar mm -hmm. immediately destroyed because he said, well, no Fremen would have left this behind. But Gani's like, I don't think he's right anymore. <laughs> like, that's not the way it is yeah, any longer. Because the Fremen aren't the way they used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they, so she's they've still... changed with the planet. She's... She trusts Stilgar. Mm-hmm. She appreciates that he's now fearful of Alia, like everyone has been saying that everyone should be for years. Yeah. <laughs> Arulan is now on his side, too. Uh, mm -hmm. Apparently, she just, like, 
wanders around muttering like Benny Gesserit sayings every so often, which great. Yeah. Help. Thanks, thanks, Rulin. Very, Very helpful. helpful. <laughs> and but Ghani's just like, but Faradin's still alive. So one day he and I are gonna have a situation, and it's like this bloodthirsty child. Yeah, she's like, I can't follow my brother in death until I've killed my cousin slash husband. She's like, can't can't do it. You're so dramatic. This family. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, She's like, I don't know. She's like, no one will listen to me. And she's like running down all these people that she could reach to for help. But she's like, okay, no one really knows where Lady Jessica is, but we think she's on Seleucus Secundus. We, you know... Oh, and we, this is kind of, I don't know if this is important, but we learned that it is, they've been on the run for months. Yes. So we're, we're skipping forward, like, quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The baby face uh, is leading all these troops to, to search mm-hmm. for them. So he's he's gotten his promotion. Wink. Yeah. Uh, the preacher has gone into hiding. No one knows where Gurney is. Uh, Stilgar is just kind of enjoying being on the run yeah like i think he Still likes the attention living life he's loving it she doesn't know who the desert demon is she she thinks sa- it can't be a person yeah she's glad that she's almost glad that leto died and doesn't have to see what's going on <laughs> sorry she said, i join you funny, but you know she said i join you myself but i have a knife yet unblooded alia and faradin faradin and alia like she's she's got a list. Yep, she's checking it twice. Hera comes out and Yay, is like, Hera. "Hera's like, well, what are you doing out here?" And she's like, "Well, I don't like it here, and we should leave." And she says, "Well, Stilgar is going to meet someone, so we have to stay put." And she, Gani says, "Oh, well, he didn't tell me." And Hera's like, "Oh, he's supposed to tell you everything." <laughs> yeah. And she like is sort of like teasing Ghani and she pokes her where she's wearing like a water container under her robes and she's like mm-hmm. oh you know you're, you're a grown woman you're pregnant he should tell you everything and Connie's just like I've been pregnant so many times don't even <laughs> give me shit she does say that Kara's <laughs> uh, just like I don't need this yeah. Ghani <laughs> says I should never have come with you uh Hara's just like, but you, you'd be dead. And she says, well, maybe, but none of you will pay attention to what's right in front of your faces. And who's Stilgar yeah. waiting to meet? And she says, he's meeting Buera Garbes. And Gotti's just like, oh, what the fuck? Excuse me? <laughs> she says, he's bringing here quietly and secretly. He's being brought under blindfold. He mm. wants to parlay. Uh, she says, well, why didn't Stilgar tell me? And Hara says, because he knew you'd argue. Yeah. And apparently we find out here, I forget if we already knew this, but Gotti kind of snaps at this, like, he's family, he's the grandson of Silgar's cousin. Mm-hmm. So they have to, like, give him a chance. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, and Faradin's my cousin, and I'm still gonna kill him. <laughs> so I don't care. Hara's like, ugh, you're hopeless. <laughs> uh, she says, we should leave at once, Hara. And Hara says, well, have you seen an omen? Because... We saw that dead worm. Was that an omen? To which Ghani says, stuff that into your womb and give birth to it elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> which I was like, damn, kid. Ghani. 
<laughs> Inappropriate. Not to Hara. Yeah. <laughs> Hara's our girl. Like, yeah. do not give Hara's her shit. the only person in these, in all seven books that has a goddamn lick of sense. Mm-hmm. She says, I don't like this meeting. I don't like where we are. Uh, that's, I don't need to see an omen. Like, yeah. This is, this is it. And Hara says, well, I can tell Stilgar. And she's like, I will tell him myself. Uh, <laughs> Hara does a little sign against evil as she walks by. I like to think she gives her the finger. <laughs> like, fuck you, kid. But I mean, we, Stilgar. We, we get it. <laughs> just laughs at Gani and sends her out to catch Stan Trout as if she was just a little kid. As we all know. Her favorite children. thing being, being taken, <laughs> taken for a child. So, but she goes and hides in one of the abandoned houses and just sort of like sulks for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then she hears her inner lives and she hears one of them saying, if we can immobilize them, things will go as we plan. And she doesn't remember who it is, who said it or. But she just knows that it's important. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know how much she loves being told that she's a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> her and Lido both. Like. they don't care for that (laughs) no they do not like your brother's out there worming it up being a little worm boy (laughs) I mean you just don't know no I don't know what I'd do if I hadn't seen one of my brothers in a while when I saw him he was a worm I'd be like oh is this the little boy I used to know <laughs> now a worm. Sunrise, sunset, just plays <laughs> mournfully in the background. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. I'd laugh. I'd laugh at my brothers <laughs> if they were worms. I'd be honest. It would happen. I'd just be like, look at you. <laughs> You're a worm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty weird. I, yeah, I, I really don't. I know we make a lot of this and we've got mm-hmm. over it so many times, but I really do not think it can be undercut enough that this is a giant worm dude. <laughs> he is. Yes. And whether you th- picture him as having just like a human face and the worm body or like mm-hmm. maybe his upper bodies, sometimes well, his upper body is there. Well, like from reading the Dune encyclopedia, mm-hmm. I have come to, there, there's parts, especially in our last episode where we talked about all the different Duncans. In one of those Duncan uh, chapters, there was some stuff about Leto's uh, legs becoming vestigial, like no longer really like necessary, and like the the process of those like either being. I don't know if they were, like, consumed by the worm body or if they just sort of withered up and fell off. Oh. So, (laughs) I mean, according to that, he still has, you know, like, legs and stuff. And sometimes in time. You see he'll have an upper body still, which is often very disturbing because people inevitably give him a six-pack. That and like a lot of times, like the worm part of the body looks, it looks very, um, um, <laughs> like kind of vaginal, I guess, like where he's coming out of it. You know yes. what I mean? Um, I'm like not, I'm not being like gross. Vagina's gross, but you know. <laughs> it's a lot. 
Yeah. And yeah, and and sometimes I have seen them where he has an upper body going into the worm body and sometimes the worm body has like an eight pack and I mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't understand what's happening there. <laughs> we don't need this. <laughs> He's doing that undercover boss SNL sketch. <laughs> I saw Lato 2 in the shower. He's shredded. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Just a giant worm in, like, a Chick-fil-A cap. Like, I'm going undercover. <laughs> Did I spend an hour last night just watching Kylo Ren videos? Possibly. Oh, no. Bo. I, I did, but you know what? I was on painkillers, so. <laughs> like, for a legitimate reason, I injured my foot yesterday. I know that. But... <laughs> But I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to look at pretty old Adam Driver. <laughs> He's real pretty. Yes. But Kylo Ren, though. Well, I know. But for some reason, it's like Adam Driver only really works for me as Kylo Ren for some reason. Interesting. Interesting. Like, I think he's hot. I think he's really hot. But in all of his other roles, I'm like, yeah, there's like nothing... Not really anything there. It doesn't help that so many of his other roles completely suck. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I think like him and Black Klansman, he was great in that. And I very much liked his character in that movie. But that's not the kind of movie that you watch because you're like, hey, he's hot. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, true. I'm very (laughs) fond of his character from Logan Lucky. Oh, my God. That's right. Oh, he was really funny in that movie. Yeah. That's a special place in my heart for Clyde yeah. there. That's, that's yeah. special. Logan Lucky's so fucking great. It's a good movie. If you've never seen that movie, yeah. uh, please seek it out. It is a lot like, of fun. People don't give Daniel Craig enough credit for being like the comedic genius that he is. Daniel he, Craig is fucking hilarious. He's so funny. Like not. He's so funny at Knives Out. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the new one. I forgot that was coming out. That's exciting. Yeah. I forget so many things that come out. Like, honestly, yeah. sometimes I'm just like, oh, that's oh, yeah, right. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I would never be a good full on pop culture writer because I, I follow people on Twitter who like write an article a day about, like, oh, this new <laughs> trailer like, came you out. You are a pop culture writer. I am. I am. Well, everybody but... has, their, has their blind spots, though, I feel like. Not, but I feel like people are just a, constantly like, oh, here is this new trailer for this, or here is this about this, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, right, they're making Knives Out too. Mm-hmm. I did not think about that today. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Yeah. Well, he'll be okay. <laughs> he'll, he'll survive. Yeah. He's doing okay. <laughs> anyway, Kylo Ren aside, uh, that's what else happens in this chapter? Anything else? No, that's it. That's it. Yes. So. Uh, but we are down to the absolute wire. I have my book here. There are mm, only four, five more chapters, six, because they're very short. Yeah. Two, three, four, two, five, six chapters. Yep. Yep. So pretty I said the next chapter just starts with Gurney being annoyed. It's just Gurney <laughs> being like, ah. 
I have been enjoying the way a lot of these chapters begin. I think, like, Frank's writing, it changed a lot over the course of these books. Yeah. I mean, Dune is so... Dune itself is, like, very dry and very... I don't know. It, it feels, like, very remote. Like, you're you're very much an outside observer. But in this book especially, even more so than Messiah or Dune, like, you feel, like, part of the action. Like, you mm-hmm. feel like it's very immersive. It's, it gets way more immersive as they go on. I agree. Yeah. So... Yay us. (laughs) Yay us. And so it'll be Children of Dune. Mm -hmm. And then what are we up to? A Dark Tower. I don't know anything. I don't know stuff. Oh, your favorite. My my favorite. I'll give it a chance. Give it a chance. These last three books. It's no song, Susanna. Yeah, I mean, oh, Song of Susanna, that was, <laughs> that was rough going, man. These <laughs> are all, we could do Wind Through the Keyhole. I guess, but I kind of want to just do the, the series in, in its original order. Yeah. So, I like you guys have like, that to look forward to. I refuse to see, to talk about uh, Wind Through the Keyhole. <laughs> Oh, I like Wind Through the Keyhole, though. It was just the way you said it. You were just like, no. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I just, you know, don't want to get, like, it's not technically out of order. It's, like, in timeline order. So. Yeah. You could do yeah. Little Sisters of Alluria. It feels like, that feels like <laughs> cheating. It does. It feels like cheating. Mm. <laughs> because, like, I'm going to have to read it eventually. So let's just do it and get it over with. Oh. Uh, just kidding. I'm sure I will. It's still, like, even though it's not my favorite, it's still a Stephen King book. And I still enjoy those. Exactly. Yeah. There's very few. I mean, honestly. The only one that I can remember that I really just did not like at all was needful things um no and the regulators i did not which was bachman okay but you know (laughs) wink (laughs) wink uh didn't really care for desperation and and the regulators like that whole thing it was i did not like Dreamcatcher. you know i didn't hate the book even though it's like not good (laughs) I still like there I was think... still enough like Stephen King wackiness in it to that I enjoyed it. I think my issue with Dreamcatcher is that I read it immediately after I read Bag of Bones, which oh, is so yeah. good. Which is so good, yeah. And then I was like I was at I think my aunt's house and I finished Bag of Bones and she has she's also a big King fan. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I've never read this one. I'll read Dreamcatcher. And it was like, wah, wah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that that's a big letdown. <laughs> and I will like also going never from Wizard and Glass to Wolves of the Cow. Oh. <laughs> I will also never reread Revival because it gave me an existential crisis. Oh my god, Revival fucking terrified me. It was bleak, man. That was when I finished it. I was just like staring into the darkness, like, well. <laughs> Jesus, well, Steven. <laughs> yeah. Why? Revival is fucking bleak, man. It's Why have bleak. you done this, Uncle Steve? <laughs> Bye. 
Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't know. There was there was something else. I mean, because like parts like, of the outsider were bleak, but it still felt like it ended on that very usual kind of Stephen King like, but goodness can prevail. Yeah. Revival is just full on like it don't fucking matter. Yeah. Like ah! <laughs> Yeah, nothing you do will ever matter. Nope. <laughs> because so, Yeah. E- evil prevails. Evil well, prevails. On that note, (laughs) I think this is a good place to put a pin in it for the week. I want everybody listening, if you are watching Obi-Wan Kenobi, please check out Megan's recaps over at The Spool. They're really, really good. Thank you. The show's really good, and I'm enjoying reading uh, your recaps to go along with them. So I'm trying very hard to not every week just be like, P.S. Obi-Wan Kenobi is super hot. Super fucking hot. I mean, it's Ewan McGregor, and everyone be like, he's so old. I'm like, shut the fuck up. He's Ewan McGregor. <laughs> like, a child was... is allowed to call him old. That's fine. Anyone else? No. Oh, my God. The last episode, a character, like, eight times was like, this old man. And I'm like, he is 48 years old. <laughs> he is 48, and he is fucking fine. <laughs> like, he's looking great. He's just having yeah. a rough go of it. <laughs> yeah. Old man. Right. <laughs> so... Uh, please check those out. I don't have anything up at the moment, but as I mentioned before, my friend Sammy C and I, friend of the show, Sammy C, and I did recently record an episode of our show, Excessively Diverted, on uh, the movie Fire Island. It is a modern day gay take on Pride and Prejudice. It is wonderful. I have to <laughs> it's watch it. So good, Megan. You are going to love Yay. it. And. I would say, like, even though there's a ton of, like, you know, you see, like, a lot of, like, sex happening kind of in the background and being spoken about pretty freely, which is, you know, great and refreshing. It's still, like, the most respectful of Austin adaptation I've seen. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it it definitely, like, all of the characters really embody uh, the characters that they're based on. Oh, okay. In a really fresh and fun and modern way. So check that out. Watch Fire Island. It's great. It's nothing like Dune. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, as always, you can find Megan and I over at thespool.net where we write about film and television. We're on Twitter, Instagram. Email us, weirdingpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to get letters. Please send us a letter. It'd be yeah. so nice. Rate and review us on iTunes. We'd love that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so until next time when we're back with more, we'll be back next week with more of the Dune Encyclopedia. So, you know, if you guys have any special requests that you want us to, you know, kind of cherry pick out of the Dune Encyclopedia, hit us up on social media and let us know. Uh, yeah. Until next time, everybody. Be nice. Take your spice. Goodbye. Goodbye. What's that? Goodbye. (laughs) It's my goodbye. Okay.